0: It begins with a seemingly simple, innocent idea. That thinking positive will bring about positive experiences into one's life. With mainstream promotion of the idea, with celebrities promoting it, entire careers based around teaching it, surely there's merit to the law of attraction. But the further you go down that rabbit hole, the less innocent things become. I I had friends that were telling me that the secret is real. Law of Attraction, manifestation, how to effectively manifest your true life. It's an idea heavily promoted by self-help communities. An idea that some become completely identified with. The Law of Attraction is no longer a fringe concept it very much has successfully infiltrated the mainstream. In this two-part series, I'll be investigating the law of attraction as both an idea and the profitable industry behind it, because what begins as an innocent idea that most can get behind quickly turns into a tool for gaslighting, cults, and material harm. It's important that before we fully begin to understand the problems with the law of attraction, we understand what its fundamental claims and beliefs are. And so allow me to give you an overview, as unbiased as I can possibly be. Everything in the universe is energy moving and vibrating on their own frequencies, and and so too are our thoughts and feelings. Whatever frequency your thoughts and feelings are vibrating at, you will attract that of which is vibrating on the same frequency, just like tuning into a radio station, where when tuned to a certain frequency, we can hear only the songs that are being played on that frequency. Your life is much the same. When you set your intentions into the universe and you begin to think and feel on the same vibrations as that of which you desire, it is that of which vibrates on the same frequency that you will attract and manifest into your life, whether it's wealth, happiness or relationships. It is by thinking and feeling as though these things are already yours that you will begin attracting these things into your life. You've done it yourself remember those moments where you had a goal or set intention in mind, and seemingly out of nowhere the right person appeared at the right time and place that helped you inch closer to or achieve that goal? When things just seemingly aligned in the universe, where random occurrences like meeting your best friend by chance couldn't just be explained by luck alone? The truth is, YOU manifested these things into your life. Isn't that a powerful thing? to know that by aligning your thoughts and feelings to that of which you want, you can manifest and make those things a reality. And just as positive thoughts and feelings attract positive manifestations towards you, so too will negative thoughts and feelings. When your predominant thoughts and feelings are of debt, relationship issues and negativity, you will attract those things into your life. The truth is that you can change your reality by changing your thoughts and feelings. The world is abundant, abundant with joy, love and peace. Align your thinking and your feeling with that abundance. Leave the clutches of scarcity thinking, and your life too will be filled with abundance. Before we tackle this idea and the problems it creates, it's first important to understand what makes it so alluring. Positive thinking, the idea that you can change your life circumstances by changing your thoughts and your feelings, visualizing those goals that you have for yourself, truly being able to see clearly what it is that you want from life, these things are not necessarily bad, it's important before we continue that we make this distinction. Positive thinking, having set goals, visualizations, affirmations, meditating, they all have their own place. But that isn't what I'm talking about here. The law of attraction takes these things and adds an element of spirituality to it all. For some of you, the law of attraction already comes off as absurd, but understand that its popularity and the money that flows in this industry is eye-watering. When you have people making so much money off something like this, then it's worth investigating the ideologies these individuals promote, don't you think? Because at the heart of this all lies a bigger problem, a problem that underpins self-help gurus, new age spirituality, and success itself. To those of you that already believe in the law of attraction or things of that nature and are not willing to have your belief questioned or criticized, then I would advise not continuing. My only question now is, how willing are you to follow me down this rabbit hole? The law of attraction has a central claim to its belief that your thoughts and feelings vibrate on a frequency and that this vibration is able to quote attract vibrations of a similar frequency. The burden of proof then falls on LOA believers to show that such a statement is true. So, is it? After all, wasn't it Einstein who said, everything is energy and that's all there is to it. Match the frequency of the reality you want and you cannot help but get that reality. It can be no other way. This is not philosophy, this is physics except he never did. Despite the quote being cited amongst law of attraction believers, these words were never actually uttered by Einstein. Although just a small example, this subtle deceit and distortion of the facts seems to be a recurring theme the more you dive into the law of attraction. Pseudoscience consists of statements, beliefs or practices that try to claim legitimate bearings in science using words like law or vague references to quantum science to make it sound valid. Of course, pseudoscience specifically fails to comply with the scientific method, which is what turns it into pseudoscience in the first place. It cannot be proven. But deceit can be rather easy in the age of the internet. A quick google search of do your thoughts and feelings have a frequency will produce an answer box that states every thought and emotion has its own vibrational frequency or wavelength. The title of this article is The Quantum Mechanics of Changing Thoughts. But if one was to investigate further, we see that the article was written by quote Dr. Kim and Dr. Hill, who are both authors of the site itself. On their site, they state that "...together they have over 20 qualifications in holistic modalities including biofeedback, neuro-linguistic programming, Tibetan Buddhism psychology, hypnosis, energy psychology, coaching, visualization, and meditation. Note, however, the lack of a scientific background. More specifically, the lack of any qualifications in physics and quantum physics. When looking back at the original article, we see that it is filled with assumptions and easily falsifiable claims. The original article also contains a sublink to another article titled quote, Quantum Mechanics and Your Authentic Potential. In this article, they make reference to a study by Dr. Masaru Emoto. Emoto's study is commonly cited when attempting to prove the scientific basis for the law of attraction, or the idea that thoughts and feelings are able to affect the physical world. Emoto claimed that our emotional energies and vibrations could change the physical structure of water. His experiments consisted of exposing water in glasses to different words, pictures or music and then freezing and examining the crystals that formed. Emoto claimed his experiments showed that water exposed to positive speech and thoughts would result in visually pleasing crystals being formed when the water was frozen, and that negative thoughts and intentions would yield to ugly, frozen crystal formations. Emoto's original double-blind study of this experiment included co-researchers Dean Radin, Gail Hayson, and Takashige Kizu. The study was then published in the journal Explore the Journal of Science and Healing. So, was Emoto really onto something? Once more, a level of deceit lies beyond the surface. Dean Radin, a participant in Emoto's study, is also the co-editor-in-chief of the journal Explore the Journal of Science and Healing, the very same journal that the studies were published in and Explore has been heavily criticised by the scientific community for the content it publishes, described as a quote, sham masquerading as a real scientific journal. Emoto's initial double-blind study was in fact badly carried out, and when a follow-up triple study was conducted to repeat the test, it showed an even less significant outcome and acknowledged the difficulties of properly controlling the experiment. Dr. Emoto himself is technically not a doctor, He is a Doctor of Alternative Medicine at the Open International University for Alternative Medicine in India. A quote, university that specifically targeted quacks and sold them fake degrees. Emoto was also personally invited to take the $1 million Paranormal Challenge by James Randy, a challenge that promised to pay out $1 million US dollars to anyone that could demonstrate a supernormal or paranormal ability under agreed-upon scientific testing criteria. Emoto did not participate. Once more, a prevailing theme around the supposed science of the law of attraction are controversies, criticisms, and deceit with obscure references to quantum physics or brainwaves from individuals that are seemingly unqualified to talk on the subject, it isn't a surprise that the law of attraction is considered a pseudoscience and isn't taken seriously in any form of mainstream science. To the average person, references to these scientific terms often go unchecked and unverified, because whoever is informing you sounds like a figure of authority on the subject by virtue of just mentioning words like quantum. And that's the point, isn't it? because the issues with the Law of Attraction doesn't stop at the science. Even if we cannot prove its existence through the scientific method, there remains fundamental flaws in its promoted ideology. Flaws that lay the land for people with questionable intentions. There is a fundamental problem with the Law of Attraction. Suppose you were to ask me the question, James, why don't you actually attempt to give the law of attraction a try for yourself? As opposed to just listening to the criticisms and science. Why don't you give visualizations, affirmations, thinking on the level of that of which you would like to attract into your life, a chance? And suppose I truly did go through with this idea, for a week, for a month, a year, or even a decade. Two scenarios may occur. Either I manifest that of which I wanted into my life, or I don't which in and of itself can be subjective. Let's assume that I don't receive from the universe that of which I wanted to attract. I then come back to you years later and tell you of my findings. What do you suppose, if you were a believer in the law of attraction, your response would be? The reason the LOA is not working is because you don't believe it works. What's holding you back is a subconscious resistance or blockage or barrier. You are really, really weighing your energy down with a ton of resistance. You are manifesting probably the absence of something you want. It is crucial to brainwash that subconscious, to wipe away that negativity. And herein lies the problem. The law of attraction is, at its core, unfalsifiable and unfalsifiable claims or ideas pave the way for those who have bad intentions. Because if I were to sell you a course, a program, or a book promoting an unfalsifiable claim, I am left completely and utterly blameless. Isn't that just convenient? The second part of this series will expand on this idea further. I'm aware that to those of you that truly do believe in the law of attraction, your convictions may remain unwavering. How could it be wrong? What could possibly explain those events in which my thoughts and feelings were so aligned that I genuinely manifested that of which I was looking for? How can anything explain those constant coincidences? Everything I wrote on this piece of paper has come true. But when coincidences are that specific and that they happen that often, You have to stop questioning things. (laughs) What about the celebrities and the successful people that credit the law of attraction to their success? They can't be lying. They genuinely do use the law of attraction themselves. Jim Carrey, Will Smith, Oprah Winfrey, Russell Brand, Conor McGregor, Jay-Z, Arnold Schwarzenegger, Steve Harvey, and the list goes on. Survivorship bias is a logical error made when you concentrate on the people or things that made it past some selection process and begin to overlook those that did not. Sure, there are some famous and successful people that credit the law of attraction to their success, but what about the 99% of those who also believe in the law of attraction but failed to get anywhere near that level of success in their lives? Conveniently, we can lay out a bunch of justifications as to why they didn't achieve the same level of success. But surely a more rational and truthful approach would be to look at these people's success as a multifaceted answer. That these individuals may have been stating their intentions into the world, visualising their goals, affirming themselves, but none of these things were necessarily the roadmap that paved their success. That there are elements of luck, talent, upbringing, hard work, and countless other factors at play here. Why make that logical leap into assuming the law of attraction is the explanation? Confirmation bias also seems to be rampant here, because while someone like Conor McGregor is a firm believer in the law of attraction, we seem to look at his successful wins and fights and completely ignore the losses, did McGregor also manifest his losing fight against Khabib? Of course, the law of attraction may suggest that such a loss was necessary for McGregor to manifest success in the future, or that McGregor wasn't truly aligning his thoughts and feelings with his intentions. The answer, of course, could never simply be that the law of attraction doesn't exist, that the reasons for McGregor's loss are to do with countless other variables. But what about those moments where you truly did set your focus on something and seemingly coincidental occurrences or opportunities appeared out of nowhere? When coincidences are that specific and that they happen that often, you have to start questioning things. (laughs) The Beta-Meinhof phenomenon is an effect that arises when your awareness of something increases, usually when you notice something new and suddenly you're aware of that thing all over the place. It's sometimes referred to as blue or red car syndrome after those who claim to notice blue or red cars everywhere all of a sudden after purchasing their own, even though nothing in reality has changed. Take, for example, an apple. Let me ask you, while watching this video, how many instances did you notice the image of an apple or the word apple? How about you take another look? Law of Attraction believers may however cite something like the Beta-Meinhof phenomenon as proof that their thoughts and feelings are able to manifest or attract that of which you desired. But you didn't really desire or set the intentions into the universe of wanting to see apples, did you? It seems like much of the Law of Attraction world applies motivated reasoning to their logic. They start with the conclusion and work their way backwards attempting to find anything that they could use to justify it, whilst throwing away any evidence of the contrary. Now. Imagine combining all of these biases with the fact that many turn the law of attraction into an actual identity and a core belief system. Combine the emotional and financial investment people place into such a belief and it becomes abundantly clear. Of course you want to believe in the law of attraction when you have invested so much into it. Of course you're not going to be willing to find a way in which you could possibly be wrong or willing to accept that you're wrong. So that leaves us with one last rebuke. What's the problem here, James? Why not let people believe in the law of attraction? It's doing them no harm after all, right? If this were true, then this video would likely not have been made. The only problem is, it isn't. It may be hard to spot the red flags initially, Because after all, the concept begins with something that sounds like a truthful statement. Think and feel positive, and you will attract positive. But remember, the inverse applies to this too. That thinking and feeling on a quote negative vibration will also attract negative manifestations into your life. We can likely all agree that it's best to think positively or that optimism has its place in living a happier life. But we would never expect someone to be feeling great all the time or at least we would never try to place that burden on someone else. We understand that it's okay to feel bad, and guilting ourselves for feeling this way doesn't seem to be practical nor does it seem healthy. But consider emotions and thoughts through the lens of an individual who believes in the law of attraction. Why do you feel low? Why is that? Is it because you were vibrating on a negative frequency? When your day doesn't seem to be going well, why is that? Is it because you were the one that manifested these things? If you haven't achieved your goals yet, is it because of your own failure to be thinking and feeling on the same frequency as that of which you are trying to attract into your life? Underpinning much of the law of attraction community is this notion of blame, that when things haven't gone your way, at the heart of it, you are to blame and no matter how hard someone may argue that the law of attraction doesn't suggest you should feel guilty when you are quote vibrating on a lower frequency the very idea that you are at fault is a fundamental premise in the law of attraction when you have an unfalsifiable belief like this you quite literally begin to gaslight yourself because behind everything that happens to you or your surroundings is that recurring question did i manifest this into my life How willing then would you be, as a believer on the law of attraction, to embrace negative emotions? How willing would you be to accept a bout of depression? How willing would you be to suppress such emotions or thoughts on the basis that they'll ruin your, quote, vibe? Imagine the psychological harm that a belief system like this could cause, and the level of paranoia that entails it. The law of attraction enables itself to be a blameless entity, where all blame falls on its believers. Is it a surprise then when I tell you that it makes appearances in countless multi-level marketing companies? How to succeed in MLM using Law of Attraction. Is it a surprise that the Law of Attraction is designed perfectly for cult-like thinking? Because once more, any critical thinking or doubts you have are encouraged to be suppressed. Don't believe it works. What's holding you back is a subconscious resistance or blockage or barrier. You are really, really weighing your energy down with a ton of resistance you are manifesting probably the absence of something you want it is crucial to brainwash that subconscious any failure to reach the goals required by a cult or multi-level marketing company falls not at the feet of the company but at your very own it's here where material harm in the law of attraction begins to show but it doesn't stop here either because the Law of Attraction extrapolates itself into the world of medicine and health too, where it claims that disease and illness can be blamed on your very own vibrations. In Rhonda Byrne's film The Secret, a film that popularised the Law of Attraction at the mainstream level, there are several examples and quotes that allude to the fact that disease like cancer can be cured through the idea of positive thinking. It is here where material harm surpasses psychological barriers and leads its way into fatal consequences. It is here where something that initially sounds so harmless takes a darker, more serious turn. Positive thinking and optimism, visualising your goals, affirmations, meditation are all on the surface level reasonable and arguably beneficial habits. But is it possible to strip these things away from the law of attraction along with any pseudoscience that comes with it? Is it possible to view these things on their own and to see them for what they are, not a roadmap to success or a secret to winning the game of life, but a helpful tool? If so, then there is one question that seemingly remains. When we look at the law of attraction, who is it that stands to gain off of something like this? Who benefits from being blameless? Who are the real winners of this ideology? Because make no mistake, this is no small business. I had friends that were telling me that the secret is real. There's this cult around Napoleon Hill, but in reality, he was just a scam artist. But what you don't realize is they are being groomed, they are being. They're part of the, the, the scam or or they don't even realize it. You know, that's how good these guys are. Zema and law of attraction basically go hand in hand. You gotta break through the logic. You cannot let logic control you. Logic is is, is bad for us. How much money did you lose in your experience? All in all, the got of 10,000 pounds. Jeez. Because I know I was absolutely broken. Um, It's the only way I can put it into words, I was broken because of my experience. Thank you so much for watching to the end, this is the first part of a two part series that I'm doing so be sure to hit the subscribe button along with the notification bell turned on so that you're notified when the next part will be uploaded.